filling in Dan on with a mic and a record in his hand With his buddy James and we're darn for days About all the killer music heard across the land So they made a podcast of their own design And lo and behold, was a mission to find the good, the bad, and the LP Hello and welcome back to The Good, The Bad and The LP a music podcast that seemingly gets resurrected from the dead once every month or so. Hopefully it's like going to change. It's more than that. <laughs> probably, yeah. Uh, we're probably more like the uh, half-year mark at this point, it feels like. <laughs> anyway, we're back and it's a goddamn new year. Happy New Year, James, my co-host. Yes, Happy New Year. I haven't spoken to you since last year, actually, now I think about it. <laughs> no, Merry Christmas. Uh, yeah, actually, Merry we Christmas. Sp- we spoke on Christmas Day, kind of, but not really. Did we? Did we? You did an online uh, live video on YouTube, That's and right. I, I messaged you. You did. You said that you might cut my outfit was Christmas colors, which was completely unintentional. It was very color coordinated. I was low key impressed. I at honestly your did not sense. even didn't even realize. <laughs> Something like Christmas it. getting into my brain. Hey, the Christmas spirit was alive on that day, and I That's appreciated right. it. I I completely forgot that I did a live stream on Christmas Day. <laughs> just, it was just one of those spur of the moment things. I was like, all right, I'll just, just do it. Why not? It was quite cool because mm. you could see that the community out there wasn't Christmas Day, so you could actually impart a bit of festiveness. Yeah, we're like the first the first country in the world to get it. Or like Western country in the world. Yeah. Mm. But how's I, your... Uh... I was going to say... Um, on Record Store Day last year, I put up a video for Record Store Day, and I didn't realize until I got home that I would have been one of the first people to make a video for it, and it, for some reason it got all these views, and I was very surprised. But that's probably because, yeah. Knowing that going forward, would you do? Would you actually make a bigger deal? No, nah, deal out of it. I don't. I think I very rarely really care about the records and stuff that they put out and all that stuff. I just, yeah, not really. Oh, fair enough. I mean, well, I mean. It, there's nothing I really that I've bought from the last couple of ones that I've been excited about. Yeah. I think we kind of touched upon that in one of the early apps about kind of fatigue with Record Store Day and a little bit of yeah. cynic, cynical, um, mm. I don't know, it just seems like a bit of a cash grab. So it's like, oh, you'll get me eventually, but not this year or the year mm. after because I didn't really have anything. When is it? Isn't it? I'm pretty sure it's like March or April or something. Maybe it's not. I can't remember. Well, well, we'll find out shortly. I'm sure we will. Uh, yeah, anyway, we're going to ramble straight away. This is meant to be <laughs> a condensed episode. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what's in, what's in store for the good folks today? Uh, we're going to be we're going to be talking about uh, our. Well, you said our, you said our favorite moment of the year, and did you oh, mean like, musical moment or I, just I, I, in did, I did mean musical moment, but th- we could extend it to favorite moment. It might be a little bit of the two. Who knows? I don't know. I'm trying to think of like my favorite oh, but, moment but, of the year. Basically, like your your favorite album. What like maybe it was like a new discovery. Maybe it was like rediscovering something old. What um, like blew you away? Um, I discovered. So what I tend to do is I have this really lazy way of like waiting till the end of the year and looking at everybody else's best of the year list and then like listening to all that stuff and then deciding. <laughs> like everyone else <laughs> does the hard work for me. Um, but I mean, like Mild Life was a big one for like both both of us. Really like that Mild Life record from two thousand eighteen. That, that was a big one. That album still, I have it on regular repeat. Yeah, I reckon that, that was a big one. Mm. Um, and then, yeah, I found a record, an album that came out uh, this year. This record that I found on someone's list, and it's called by an artist called Nada El Shazli, and it's this fe- female, I think she's from like Morocco, and she's like mixing 
uh, Arabic music with like post rock stuff. Oh really? Yeah, it's really really cool. The album's called. What was her name? Yeah. Uh, Nada N A D A H and then L E L Shazli S H A Z L Y. The album's called Awa. It's about A H W A R. Oh, there we go. Yeah, it's got like a blue yeah, yeah. cover. Yeah, yeah that's the one. That. Wow, really interesting. A... Cool cover, hey? Yeah, that's mm. super cool. Yeah. I'd be keen to check that out. Mm. It's, it's nice to actually get a little bit of uh, diversity in some of the more tried and true genres. Where yeah, definitely. You, you get a different perspective. Mm. This is a this is definitely a postmodern record in the fact that it's a lot of different things all in one that work really well. That's often a gamble to kind of have everything except the kitchen sink well including the kitchen sink yeah I, I think that's like the future of music though in a way like for years we kind of like clumsily put genres together like rap rock and you know like it's kind of like <laughs> now <laughs> that's just a really days. bad example but you know like it you know it's sort of like just bolting genres together a little bit or um i don't know i can't think of any more that's just a terrible example but you know in terms of the future things can really blend together and we can really get things a lot, a lot more organically like a lot of the yeah. uk the uk jazz stuff has got uh like almost like dance and electronic influences but not not obvious like it's not obvious it's not just black and white they're really well blended i guess mm. yeah i think future. i think we're moving past that premeditated almost it's like a media exercise in marketing like oh if we put these two things together therefore it's something that's never been heard before. Let's yeah. set up with the idea of coming up with the idea first mm. and then doing it rather than letting it happen organically, which seems mm. to be happening, like you say, a lot yeah. more. And it's mm. sounding a lot better because it's natural. It's good. Yeah. It's, mm. you know, it's, it doesn't sound forced. Uh, there's a, a record that came out, I think, maybe last year, and that the hype was it is a mixture it's, it's a mixture of Fela Kuti and Black Sabbath which sounds awesome on paper right <laughs> I was like could this really work and then I listened to it the album's called Here Lies Man if you want to check it out and it sounds exactly like Black Sabbath and Fela Kuti and it works for the first song but then after that it grows very thin you so see it's the kind of like yeah, yeah that's it's a got, pretty uh it's a pretty, that's cool a pretty cover. audacious cover, yeah. Yeah, but yeah, if you listen listen to that, it is it is exactly like that. Like it's not even a blend. It's just like it's it's, straight it's, up. It's, very, it's a blend, but it's just straight up Black Sabbath. It's like it's like a Black Sabbath playing and Felicity playing, not influences <laughs> of. Um, um I mean, yeah. yeah, I, yeah, it seems like a very high concept idea that one and done. Like after the first song, you get the yeah. idea, and then it's oh, like, totally, oh. yeah. Yeah. It, it, I mean, it almost yeah. seems like that's what they set out to do, and that's what we're going to do, you know. <laughs> Kudos to them. Yeah, I suppose. Anyway, yeah, I didn't make it through the whole thing. <laughs> um, ah, yeah, well, good cool effort. on paper. Yeah, so I mean, yeah, that, that that was pretty big as well. And then like I I like again I went I went deep into like some weird bits of country, like that Guy Clark record. That, that thing. Up. What was yeah. um? Oh, what was the name of that? Was it just the a Heart One Highways? Is the comp? Yeah, yeah. That um, that sort of stuff I went deep into. Like I actually brought a couple of records up with me to remind myself because I knew once I got up here I'd probably forget. But um, this is one that you got to check out as well. If you can see that cover. Oh, I've seen that cover before. Yeah, um, cosmic. It's called uh, Wayfaring Strangers, Cosmic American Music. Wow. It's very yes. psychedelic. Um, yeah, you psychedelic, go check that out. Uh, psychedelic, I know, Sunset yeah. Strip. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's called Cosmic American Music is like the loose thing, but yeah, that, that, that was a big favourite. Um, yeah, so I guess, yeah, uh, a deep dive into that sort of like, yeah, weird 70s country stuff. Yeah, Flying Burrito Brothers. That's right. That was a big one you, for me you, this year as well. You really, got, you really got into them, didn't you? Yeah, that was like, I guess in winter this year, I really got into like, yeah, more like, not straight up country. I guess it's called outlaw country or something. Yeah. That was big, yeah. Like the old then, um, David Allen Coe and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And then, yeah, of course, that was like one of the best like albums I've oh. liked this year. You, you Roy Dread in the Babylon, that was a big one for me as well. I've, uh, there's a skateboard deck, there's a company called Killing Floor. And That's right, you sent me. That, yeah, sent, they, sent me. they have a deck that has uh, an image of um, yeah. him smoking a big old blunt, it looks like. But, uh, yeah, on the bottom, very, yeah. Very, yeah, very, yeah, so I mean, cool. very tempted to get it's on a sale at the moment. So, uh, yeah, <laughs> good old January sales that last yeah, yeah. January. <laughs> Yeah, but that, I really discount? dug that album. Really dug, really dug it. I introduced it to my sister who likes reggae. I never got her her feedback on it though. I need to hit her up. <laughs> does no feedback mean it's a bad thing? <laughs> no, um, it just means I haven't forced it down her throat because I, yeah. I, I think I, I was listening to it around winter. It was weird because mm. I, it was like after I came up when I visited you for the jazz fest and I yeah. had a big playlist. And I was walking, and it was really cold, and for whatever reason, it just perked my day up. Oh, there you go. Bit of sunshine. So, sunshine music for your, your cold, yeah. miserable days. I know. It is, though, isn't it? Kind of in a way, reggae is associated with sunshine. Yeah. In a good mm. way. In the best way. A little bit of vitamin D for your ear hole. I wonder if there's any reggae albums about, like, winter, or themed around winter. and. What does winter really. in Jamaica look like? I don't know. I actually don't. I, don't, I assume it's kind of like No bobsledding? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good oh, one. Well. How many people no. will get that reference? <laughs> uh, I hope everybody because it's yeah. terrible. And I ha- I hate myself a little, but not good. enough to not that, make the joke. Yeah, I know. That joke was that, that was such a very good, very good like joke of how that came around. There wasn't planned or anything. Because <laughs> <laughs> we planned every single no. <laughs> goddamn joke. Yeah, yeah. Can you, we've actually scripted this whole thing to sound unscripted. <laughs> <laughs> Who are we kidding, James? None of this is funny. We're deadly serious. <laughs> um, anyway, I, I picked out a couple more, but I don't know if this is boring for the listeners because they can't see what I'm holding up, you know? I can um, describe the cover in my limited vocabulary. Yeah, I, to- I think I told you about this, but no one seems to like it apart from me. XTC Skylarking. <laughs> oh, dear. Yeah, you're, uh, you're probably on your own. Yeah, I am. I feel like I am. I've tried to get a million people onto this and everyone's gone, nah. Okay. okay, what a okay, describe the basic music and then what about it that you have to Did I have defending. I tried have I tried to sell this to you or not? No. no, you haven't tried selling it to me. Okay, so so basically XTC are a band that I really don't like at all. I can't really get into them. <laughs> like which is I'm really gonna sell this to you. <laughs> You're after a great start. Yeah. But um, someone on YouTube was saying how this is a really great album and how it's a concept of like a summer's day. And it's that the first song starts off early in the morning and the end starts in the evening with like an evening bonfire. Okay. I was like, all right, all right, a good concept. I can get behind a concept. Um, and it sounds like a cross between, it's, it's got a massive influence, like halfway between Sgt. Pepper's by the Beatles and bits of Pet Sounds mixed into it, but it's an English record recorded in the 80s and it's really well produced. And I was like, okay, this sounds, this kind of, this kind of sounds cool. It's got like, you know, a summer of love 
love vibe. So, um, but yeah, they, they are normally like a post-punk, I suppose, art rock band, but they're doing this whole yeah, concept of this. It's, it's, it sounds like summertime. Um, and it was produced by Todd Rundgren, which ah. makes it sound very different to the rest of their records. Um, yeah, that guy's a beast. Yeah, so it's, it's a really interesting production. And there's a lot of tension in the studio and stuff. But yeah, it's just nice, nice, nice. It's pop, I suppose. It's like summery pop stuff. Okay. Uh, but really well, well produced. You've, you've, you've convinced me to check it out. I, yeah, will I, do, I will give you at least that. Yeah. I, lo- I feel like a, a good concept can really you know, sell an album or, or put it together from something. Well, a f- good focus. Because if you just have, you know, run of the mill pop band making whatever singles yeah it's just another pop band but as soon as you have a concept around it like mm. i don't know was lord's melodrama like loosely like a concept about like yeah. her breakup was it i don't know i never really got into it i didn't really bother yeah um mm. by all accounts uh the people like it yeah apparently yeah. the people um and then we yeah the people uh, <laughs> i goddamn okay so james is holding up uh spirit 12 Dreams of... Dr. Sardonicus. Sardonicus. I I am so thankful for you telling me to just give it a listen because it's so good. It rocks rocks so hard. It's so hard to describe that because it's meant to be psych, but it's not really psych. No, it it just rocks, man. Like, it really... I cranked it and just walked in and out of my room and... Every time I yeah. do it, just bang my head. It's cool. Yeah, it's cool. Hey, that's a really good discovery for me. And then this was my cheesy one, which I think I may have talked to you about. I don't know. Which is Saint Etienne. Um, where's, the fucking, where's the Where's the text though? It's up there. It's um, Saint it's Etienne. Fox, do you have any? Fox, uh, is this another one of your? Uh, I hate the typography things, or no, I like it. Like, is it a layout right. issue? No, I like it. Um, mm-hmm. This I'm not going to try and sell this to you because it's not. I. I it's nice. It's a nice, fun '90s pop record. It's a, it's I love a little bit '90s sh- pop, man. Okay, well, okay. I'm writing, I'm, ri- I'm writing it down. And like, if that if that doesn't sell you, look at that back cover. Holy L- shit! Listen to uh, "Nothing Can Stop Us." If you could, yeah. On the list. That, that's fun. And I suggest the listeners too check out James's recommendations. Hmm. I've talked about those in a YouTube video as well, so I don't know how many people listen to this that, are, that don't watch videos, I'm not sure. Yeah, we can keep talking until it actually sinks mm. in. <laughs> Force I, um, yeah, I, I um, <laughs> noticed we've been getting quite a few likes on the page from people that aren't mutual friends of either you or I, which is kind of interesting, because I'm always that like, is. who are these people? Where, and why know? are they? How? My thing is yeah, how, how, because yeah. we don't do sponsored posts. We barely yeah. post on the Instagram as it is. Yeah, we've um, had a or few. Or Facebook. Yeah. So, I don't know, we've had a few people, and it's like, I don't know, no idea. Well, if you're listening, if you're one of those people who don't know us personally, uh, yeah. welcome. Hope you're enjoying <laughs> yourselves. Um, okay, so does that conclude? Oh, what was yours? Do you want to be quick? My, we- I'm going to be very quick, because it was one thing that came to the top of my head. There is a band, I think they're from Minneapolis in the States, called Tongue Party, and they released an oh, album. Yeah. You played this to me. Yeah, yeah. Their debut full album, because uh, they released a couple of EPs before. The album is called Looking for a Painful Death, and I love the absolute living shit out of that goddamn album. It's mm. basically heavy in the way that the Malvins are heavy. It's just 
thick and aggressive and they're young, cynical, they're pissed off and it's just so good. Like I listened, I think that was my most listened to record last year. It's just right. great to wake up in the morning, you're feeling a bit shitty and you put that on, you just feel ready to take on the day. That's great. Pure, pure youthful aggression, I love it. What was your favorite like pickup, like vinyl pickup? Favorite vinyl pickup? Um, it actually, I don't know if it technically counts because I, although I didn't order it last year, I, it was on my radar and it was supposed to be released last year, but it didn't arrive or it's not going to arrive until like a few weeks from now. So I don't know whether it counts or not. Oh, well, no. Yeah, it counts. Okay. It counts. <laughs> I, okay, how about... Okay, let's just keep it to things I actually picked up. Um, we can save that for later. Um, I, I'm i looking right now at um, the clutch reissue. Um, oh, yeah. Well, actually, I don't know if it's a reissue or just a straight issue. Um, yeah. It's the self-titled from, I think, 1995. Mm. It has such classics as Space Grass. Um, the only... The, um, the clutch record I know really well is that one, Robot. The one with Robot, Robot Hive Exodus. Robot, that's the one. Yeah, sorry, I forgot the last one name. Yeah. Yeah, um... Which I big news. in ages. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that... I mean, for me, that's my favorite clutch record. Yeah. Just because it's, for me, from start to finish, it's so consistent. Every single mm. song is so good. Yeah. Um, but cool. yeah, um... Yeah, I, I picked that up, um... And was lucky to get it because it sold out. Mm. Uh, and I was like, oh shit, I'm not going to get it. And then managed to find something that still had a copy. Yeah. But that um, thing's great. Side note, um, just for the listeners, I haven't actually spoken to Dan properly in ages, so this ends up being more like a normal conversation than the podcast. But what, sh- what Shudder to Think record were you after? Uh, I was after Pony Express record. What's the cover like? Like, what? Uh, is it blue? Uh, are you talking about the Discord reissue? No. Well, no, there's a second-hand copy of a Show to Think record on a website called Vinyl Countdown right now. And I spotted it, and I just thought of you. I'm going to go have a look now, see what it was. Uh, I, I don't know if it... So, so the Pony Express record is kind of like black, and it's got like a little blue um, like thing in the middle. Uh, actually, no, it's not. It's just it's got a cow on the, a goat on the front. Yeah, it's that's what I thought. I think I might have yeah. that one. Yeah, I think that's the one you have. But I was like, no, I is is it? Because I saw something recently, like on Instagram or something. I was like, oh shit, that shut the thing. I thought it was something to do with like an animal, right? But it's obviously pony versus goat. So <laughs> almost there. <laughs> Uh, okay, well, anyway, there's a copy of that for $24. Um, oh, yeah? But I think you already have it. Yeah, I think mm. that's one of the ones I picked up. Mm. Cool. Ah. Um, what else was I going to say? I had one more thing to say. Um, I take it you're not going to go see the Nick Cave spoken word thing tonight since you're speaking to me. The, that, I, didn't even know, that, I didn't even know there was a Nick Cave spoken word thing. Yeah, he, he's tonight he's playing in Auckland doing a spoken word thing. It's like question and answers with the audience, and he breaks down his songs and stuff. Oh shit, that would have been awesome. Yeah, um, he played here last night and or the night before, and apparently the the, the questions were terrible. People uh, were asking like stupid questions and yeah, kind of cringy, well, you know. I don't really hold much hope for the questions being any better up here. <laughs> no, I know. It's just like <laughs> Tyler Ta- and I were def- we're going to go for sure, and then we just didn't get around to getting tickets. And I was like, oh, the audience just asking cringy questions and stuff. I just had a feeling that was going to happen, you know. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, I saved himself some money, but. Yeah. yeah. Oh, on that on that note, and 
again, apologies, we can cut this out potentially, but um, it's music related. Uh, are you going to see Calexico down there? No. Well, we haven't bought tickets because we've seen them twice, and the last two and a half records haven't really done anything, and it's like 95 bucks. <laughs> yeah. But we should I'm kind, I should go. I'm kind of like on the fence. It's yeah. really close to me. So. It's so expensive, though. I don't know how much yours is, yeah. but it's like 95 here. I'm like, oh. I, th- I have a feeling like it's something like 60 or 70. Yeah. Where are they playing? Maybe, maybe, maybe I'm thinking of something else, but um, Where they're playing, playing at Power Station. Oh, interesting. Okay, I've already, I've already here, se- hmm. seen they're them there. At the, they're playing at the Opera House here, so um, fancy venue and also yeah. high, higher class people go there. Higher <laughs> than high clientele. Yeah, versus the Power Station. With the old beer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. Anyway, back on track. What was What was part two? Part two. Part two. <laughs> well, seeing as you kind of defended yourself on uh, that ecstasy record, um, mm. how about I defend myself on an entire playlist? Oh, here we go. I forgot about this. Yeah. Okay. So for the listeners out there, uh, if you are following us on Facebook, you might have seen a video or two that was posted maybe a month and a half ago-ish, yeah. around beginning of it, December. Yeah. Yeah. Basically. The wedding was like mid-November, I think. Yeah, a good friend of ours got married, hmm. and I was tasked to create a playlist. A you were play the specifically. Groomsman. Yeah, I was the groomsman. A playlist specifically for the post reception, post vows. Yeah. Uh, everybody's having a good time deal, hmm. and I thought I did a good job. But apparently, <laughs> the consensus from multiple people out in the uh, out in the goddamn. Uh, the grandstands, as it were, I uh, I got a lot of uh, heated comments, yeah. and we were cog- cogent enough, not drunk enough, basically, to recognize maybe we should capture this moment, and subsequently, <laughs> we put a little video on Facebook, basically, saying, defend, mm. defend yourself, defend your choices, Dan, and here we are, James. Here I know, we it are. Was, at first, we didn't really notice... The music, and then once we started noticing it, then we realized that you put it together, it just became a thing where it was like a common. Th- you know, when you're at a wedding thing, and you only know, like I knew, I knew people around me, but not well, not everybody knows everybody really well. Uh, the most common thing to be talking about would be the music, right? Like that's a common mm. thing. So that's just something we started to talk about, and then because it happened to be you, it was just the perfect, the perfect thing for people just to start joking about. <laughs> and it's all the thing that fair. brings us together. It is. It brings us together. I'm I'm all game for opinion. Yeah, but I I thought it would uh, I thought it was actually quite I didn't come up with the idea of uh, defending myself on my playlist choices. No. But I'm more than happy to. Um, I don't know if you've got the the yeah, list I'm, on Spotify. Yeah, I'm just trying to open it, but the I can't see. I'm okay. Um, wh- while you do that, I'll explain my rhetoric for said choices that we will go into. The bride and groom, uh, they're good friends. We've known them for a long time. In terms of music, they enjoy music. <laughs> I know both of them really like music. Um, not in the sense that they would, you know, listen to records, buy music. Um, I, our friend Ben, who got married, he had basically the same Linkin Park CD in his car for about uh, yeah. three or four <laughs> years. I, I didn't even know how long. But uh, <laughs> it, I was basically told, listen, Dan, we trust you. 
um, we want this type of music. I was given a brief. I was given a, a type of vibe to go for and some specific requests were included mm. in that. And I, in my selection, tried to choose songs that reflected both of them as individuals um, while also trying to take into account the potential family members and also friends from each respective side of um, the bride and groom what they might like. Did you put so any Lincoln my, Park in the playlist? I think I did. Um, <laughs> we, can, we can find out. I, I basically tried to remove myself as much as possible from these choices, which inherently is a ridiculous thing to say because there's going to be some kind of bias, right? <laughs> of course. But I, uh, I, I went as far as I could out of my... I, could room, I basically was like, Dan, check your ego at the door. Hmm. Make it make a cool winning playlist, you know. The question I was, is, I, was, I freaked out, man. I yeah. freaked out. I feel like you should have told me sooner, and I could have helped. <laughs> <sighs> yeah, probably. I don't, uh, in fact, I didn't even know that you were making the playlist until the wedding day, and I've been hanging out with you for like a week before <laughs> I knew you were out. <laughs> How did it not uh, come up? That's what I want to know. Um, <laughs> I, I can't remember when they asked me. It, it was yeah, it might have been the time before. Pretty close to. Mm. The like question the, the, is, yeah, if it was your wedding, would you like soften the music or appeal to the masses? Like, how would you find that balance? Oh, there would be no balance. I would. Uh, I mean, hopefully, my whoever <laughs> I would end up marrying was really into music. So I would think we'd be very tr- draconian about the whole thing and just choose things purely about us. You know, <laughs> like what what music do we want to listen to? Like. I know it's a celebration for like you, your you know, spouse, your entire respective families, but <laughs> it's about you. Like, surely if they like you, they're going to like your music. And if they that's don't, true. well, screw them. That's true. That's that's my that's my stance. How would you go? Would you uh, um, try and play both sides? I try and like do songs that are like everybody likes that's still kind of good i'm trying to find a look trying to find an example on your playlist but i can't find any like what's a song that's like like really good that everybody still likes i don't, <laughs> I don't know, know man yeah okay the cardigans Up- what, love, about, love what about uptown funk yeah i suppose that's an all right song. come on it's very everybody okay. very mm. inoffensive so so this playlist did you you didn't put in any specific order right i i kind of I kind of did, and then it got out of hand because this playlist is five hours and 46 minutes. It's yeah. so, a long playlist. Okay, this is my first point that you have to defend to yourself. Okay. So, what Okay, what time roughly did the music start? Um, About what like time did it? four o'clock or something? Nah, man. The wedding was like... I feel like the sun was going down. It would have been like more like five... Cause like there were all it was the before dinner. Stuff. Like It was way before dinner. I reckon it was like maybe like five, five thirty. So you would say it's still kind of pretty early into the the, the festivities or whatever you want to call it. Yeah, yeah, I suppose. So, so. The, the 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 second song of the playlist is never going to give you up by Rick Astley, which I feel like to pull that out on the second playlist at five o'clock before dinner is not good. And wait, wait to I... follow it up, David Bowie, Let's Dance. Who puts that on third song? <laughs> Pace. Listen, let's dance should be on at least after <laughs> dinner. <laughs> I didn't realize they were going to start. I thought what would happen was this would 
happened immediately after they danced because I had this warped perception of the event order and what would happen. Mm. I thought, thinking because I'd, I'd only been to one wedding previously, mm. and what happened was the music only started when they had their first dance. So this was this playlist was created with that in mind as it would be the first like the first song mm. would be beautiful. I mean, it was Odell wanted beautiful trauma um, Did, by Pink. Yeah. That, so was I that thought, the okay. wedding, the wedding dance, or whatever the wedding song. Uh, yeah, I think mm. so. So I was basically, you know what? Let's have it from this point. This is when they start dancing. So I was like, okay, then we'll go into Never Gonna Give You Up, second song. Let's dance third song. Then that's at the point everybody gets on the dance floor. Like you know, I try to play it that way. Yeah, there's I some. Don't know. There's, a, there's a lot of songs that I'm looking at on here that didn't get played. Like you know what? Gen- Jennifer Lopez, Jenny from the Block, never came on. You know why? This is something that irked me. At a certain <laughs> point, somebody just went over, unplugged it, and put their own phone in. <laughs> it's not even a no, joke. No, that was, that was after. That was after yeah. they just hijacked uh, my phone. There I was had a, these awful... I had some terrible recommendations for days, son. Days. And, and, and there was a lady that, um, after a few drinks, got up on the table and did a karaoke to New York, New York or something. Do you remember that? Yeah. I, she had a, I'm. She owned the place. She could do what she wants, but yeah, no, she yeah. she literally financially owned the place, not yeah. owned the place. Just <laughs> yeah, she she was gracious enough to. Her I mean, yes, her, uh, okay, okay. Prince, "Kiss" by Prince. That's a great example of being a great song. And everybody likes it, right? I'd say so. I'll put it on there. That's a good one. Well, yeah, okay. Have hard. you seen? Have you seen something that was? What was the first song you? I'd, what was the first song you picked up on as potentially um, being like, why did he choose that? I think uh, Tali, myself, Robbie, and Robbie's girlfriend, whose name I've completely forgotten right now, which I feel bad about. That's <laughs> okay. We'll keep it that way. No, her name's Selena. <laughs> That's terrible. And Selena. <laughs> she spilled went, wine on my goddamn new shirt. Yeah. Um, she was the, the drunken... Uh, person at the wedding anyway we were talking about something like not serious but semi not serious not not you know like a pretty normal topic could have been about families or something and then in the background like mr bombastic by shaggy (laughs) comes on (laughs) and this is before dinner when everyone's having sort of like not small talk but just beyond small talk that stage again Again, it was, I was time, antici- it was timing. I would say more than anything else. I, I was anticipating all of those songs would have been post dinner, yeah. probably post dessert too. Yeah, fair uh, enough. But I, we're nineties kids, right? That song is, you know, it was yeah. like it was a touchstone for them. I thought. Yeah, I mean, did I'll, they I'll, say I'll they fall, enjoyed I'll the, fall on the sword? <laughs> I'll fall on the sword. I sent it through to them. Yeah. Uh, yeah, needed I got, more I got the I got the okay. Yeah. Yeah. Needs more. Uh, needs yeah. more teenage angst. <laughs> yeah. The, the guy's wedding. Um, you know, it was actually literally Lincoln Park was the only CDs in his car. Like that's not an exaggeration. <laughs> <laughs> it was that, and he also had. I think it was like a Ramones Christmas album or something. <laughs> at, at the uh, the stag the stag night. The, the week before we had like an airing of grievances against Ben and we had to say the things that we 
that annoyed us the most. Or if he'd done, what was it? If he'd done a disservice or something towards us. Yeah. And then in the courtroom, there was a jury that decided whether it was he had to be punished or not for it. And one of them for me was having to go on a road trip with the Linkin Park CD for an eight-hour road trip with, like, yeah, only hybrid theory to listen to. <laughs> that was the crime. <laughs> I mean, some would say that's sounds like purgatory others would sound like it sounds like heavenly bliss That's but true, um yeah. i yeah. i seem to recall maybe you bought the top gun soundtrack for him because of that fact yeah that's true we were at the warehouse and it was like five dollars so i had to get something that's on there I, um, i'm pretty sure on the wedding playlist you can find danger zone <laughs> yeah I, i'm, I'm sure scrolling I'm through now that would be a good one to go on so yeah w- wedding playlists it's an interesting one I think it would have been awesome if they just said to you, you can put on what you think we like, <laughs> but only what you think we like. That's all you're allowed to well, do. That, that's kind of what I did. Hmm. I was I was, <laughs> I was like, uh, educated guesses, and yeah. also there was stuff I knew they, you know, they hmm. liked. But I, I just saw this uh, Dex's Midnight Runners on here, and then I remembered how we saw them live. A very strange, oh my god, strange. It was very strange. Do you want to tell a story? Uh. I don't really know why I decided to, we were going to go see Dex's Midnight Runners. I don't know who else we could have seen instead, but no doubt it would have been someone better. This was at um, a yeah, now defunct Harvest uh, Festival in Australia. Yeah, yeah. So that was at the... F- Did you go once or you went once, yeah? I just went the once. You went to the one with Sigur Ross and Dandy Warhols, I think. And Mondogane. Yeah, that's right. Anyone else? I'm sure there was uh, one. I, uh, I think... Think, Beck? Beck uh, was there, right? We saw Beck. Beck was there. Oh, was he? Yeah, we saw Beck. And it was like... Shit, that's in the right. Ali- <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right, yeah. You're like, huh, I saw Beck. <laughs> <laughs> like, because I, I remember um, before Cigarettes came on, like, I was so tired. Like, yeah, my legs so tired. were barely... It's like, a big day walking around in the sun. Uh, yeah, I feel the like... War, um, the was, War on Drugs was there, That's right, that's what I was trying to think of, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, for day. some reason, I decided I was going to drag, I think it was four of us, or to go see Dexy's Midnight Runners. I don't know why. I don't know. No reason. It's a memory, I suppose. <laughs> but um, what was, how long was uh, Come on, Eileen? Well, we watched it for a long time, and then we left before it ended. <laughs> like, this was at the 20-minute point, I feel like, yeah, into was. that song. It was yeah. like the, um, the Lord of the Rings of song outros, where they just kept yeah. going. And, and, and it was like and it gone. was like sort of like one o'clock in the afternoon, like it was like Australian summer, like it would have been like it would have been like thirty two degrees. The crowd weren't really into it. I don't even really remember even there being a crowd. Uh, I was like, I missed cake for this. <laughs> did you? Is that is that what it was? I bet that, yeah. that might have been the clash. That's yeah. terrible. <laughs> <sighs> Regrets. Uh, yeah, there's no more festivals like that anymore. Nowhere, like not in New Zealand, not no. in. I mean, Laneway I, doesn't count. I looked at the Laneway lineup and I was like, oh, I don't know anyone on this list. That's how you know you're actually progressing through life is when you actually don't know what the kids are listening to because you're no longer one. I'm actually gonna Google the lineup. I thought I was like kind of in touch with things. Okay, I know Courtney Barnett. I know. I know John Hopkins. Uh, yeah. Uh, that is literally all I know. Who are these people? Florence and the Machine, yeah, but I don't really care. I have no interest <laughs> in seeing her. Although, I, um, if you haven't seen, I 
do quite get a kick out of she performs with Josh Homme. They do a cover right. of um, uh, a Johnny Cash song. What the hell's the song? Um, like a famous duet he did with um, was it Joan Carter? What's his uh, wife's name? Know. Yeah, it was. Yeah. June. Um, so sorry, no, June. Not kind of, yeah, June. Um, can't remember. The Dead Sea are playing randomly, which I think is like the biggest like troll ever. Like the no- noisy, the yeah, so weird. They're just I don't know why they're playing there, but that that's kind of awesome. Eat. Mm. That's not enough up. to. That's not enough to tempt you though. No, especially for me being up at, down here. Like I'm not going to fly up for that. Yeah. Are you going to try and come down for the jazz festival this year? Yeah, it's a thing, right? Yeah. I am going to, well, I haven't booked flights yet, but I'm supposed to be going down to a festival in Dunedin in March, like a, a noise experimental festival. Um, oh. Yeah, in Dunedin, which would be really cool. A whole bunch of New Zealand guys from the 80s doing yeah, experimental stuff. Wow. Yeah, so that would be really cool. Dunedin? Lines of Flight Festival, yeah. Lines of Flight, is that, um, is it a bunch of like old flying nun stuff? Yeah, it's like uh, two guys from the Dead Sea are playing and like yeah, just kind of like all the outcasts that weren't too experimental to be on the label and stuff like that. They've been doing it every, I think it's every three or four years they do a festival. And there's a, there's a lot of like um, new people doing like the, the DJ guy from uh, All Seeing Hand is doing some DJ stuff down there and a whole, there's a quite a few new bands and some punk bands and stuff. Yeah. Damn. That'd be cool. Yeah, that's like, a, it's a pretty interesting festival like doing their own thing. So we'll see. That'd be quite oh, cool. Yeah, I'm very curious. Mm. Call me curious. Anyway, so are we moving on from weddings? Do we have any final thoughts? Do we need to ask the audience? Well, they... yeah, you know what we could do? We could actually put the entire playlist up on the um, <laughs> the Good Bad LP Spotify account. Yeah. and Using uh, someone else's wedding for our game. <laughs> and just see if I pass. Basically, the brief was create a playlist which is in keeping in the personalities of the bride and groom that maybe would also encompass being, you know, festive for their families, friends alike. Did Mm. I do a good job? Did I shit the bed? Did I make (laughs) a drunken fool out of myself and just vomit terrible music everywhere? I don't know. Probably. (laughs) But you live and learn, right? (laughs) I thought you were going to say, did I spill wine all over myself? No, I didn't. <laughs> I'm sorry. If you're, if you're listening, uh, Robbie and or Selena, I'm, I'm sorry. It was just a funny thing that happened. But like <laughs> the, the shirt's okay. The shirt's fine. It was my mother said, um, this is the most expensive shirt you will ever own. Don't <laughs> get it ruined. So what happens? A dog, we get there, a dog like rips into it and like get wine spills on it. Uh, what, what an eventful wedding. Yeah. You know, at least no one died, right? No, it's true. I'm doing uh, some logos for Robbie, actually. Yeah, I, I heard. Yeah, still going. Did, yeah. did he, he shown you them? I think, or, actually, as we talk about it, I think he may have messaged me and I accidentally didn't open the message. And uh, <laughs> like, Is this crap? I'll, <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll have a look after we finish recording this. I'm sure it's yeah. awesome. Yeah. I'll, yeah. I'll, I'm probably going to get you to. I'm probably going to hit you up about some uh, design stuff eventually too. Oh yeah, for what? Oh, it's top, top secret. Uh, top secret info. Okay. Only That's for fine. Our, our, our ears only, but um, yeah. you may hear about <laughs> it in the future. Who knows? Cool. 
Um, yeah, he, he wants like a, a raven thing. Anyway, this is not relevant to you guys. So. <laughs> um, last, right. was, last thoughts from, uh, from yourself. Do, I, do you think I passed? It's hard because you passed for the content, but the timing was really, really, really bad. I mean, like, it's like telling a, a great joke at a really bad time can still be a failure, you know? <laughs> like, like timing is everything. <laughs> uh, so I think like... I don't know. It, it's a pass because it could have been so much worse. It's definitely it's a pass, oh, but that, just, that yeah. makes me feel so great. It could have been so much worse. It's just the, t- the timing, I think. Yeah. Yeah, Julie noted the uh, the timing gods were not on my side that day. Yeah. Maybe I wasn't on my side. I have no idea. But <laughs> I, I all I know is I put it together. I went there, I drank a lot, and I listened to some of the songs. It was nice. Yeah. It was a good wedding. It was a good day. Yeah. Um, let us, uh, let us, yeah. I'd be curious to hear the people out there what their thoughts on how they would approach a wedding playlist. Would you put yourself in it? Would you infuse a lot of your own personality? Or would you purely, you know, try to appease friends and family? You know, if you had to create your own playlist for your own wedding... Uh, what side of the fence would you sit on? Or do you just hire a DJ and not have to worry about it? Oh, kill the DJ. Yeah, I'd still I'd still uh, worry about it though. <laughs> I don't think I'd be I don't think I'd be able to hire a DJ. I just wouldn't, wouldn't be able to do it. I just have to Hey man. Do it myself. Hey, I'm uh my my references aren't great, um and I've <laughs> only got one one behind me, but uh <laughs> you know, I'm I'm available potentially, you don't know. You could yeah. be a wedding a wedding DJ. Yeah, I could be Adam mm. Sandler. Yeah, he's not. He wasn't really a DJ though, was he? Just a singer. I think I re- no. saw that recently again. It was on TV or something. Anyway, so, all right. Should we move on to part three? What's part three? Weren't we going to do like a battle royale thing? Uh, we we were, but I haven't thought about it at all. No. Have you? We, do, do you know no. what the concept is? The concept. Weren't we just going to name the band and argue about it? <laughs> um. Yeah, it was. I, I I was trying to think of a theme. Like we could do a battle royale based around a theme where it was, you know, you'd select your own side, you'd put your own choices up, and would put a bracket system and have them face off. So once a week, you and I would choose an album. Mm. We would de- like argue its strengths. Um, so it's basically like a debate where you know, mm. opening statement, then you get a rebuttal. It's like really quick fire, and then we throw it out to the public to see where they stand, and then. Uh, you know, they could be the tiebreaker. Well, they literally are the tiebreaker. So are we matching two albums against each other over which wins? Or are we... Is it our f- opinions fighting or is it the albums fighting? <laughs> we're, 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 we're basically trying to defend the album purely on the strength of whatever it is. And I think yeah. we'll, we'll have to think, think some more about it, but I think it could be a really cool idea to, um, to launch into this, this new year because we're... We're new year. We're trying to mix it up, and I'm very yeah. conscious of the fact that we want to do shorter episodes, and we're already at the 45 minute mark. I know. <laughs> We've basically just like talked about someone else's wedding <laughs> for the bulk of it. But I, yeah, um, I, mean, I think I think the keep your eyes peeled. I think the next the next app will launch into the battle royale. We would have ironed mm-hmm. out the kinks, and uh, it could be something really interesting to to keep yeah. you active and listening because mm. you know money. We're not making any, so we're just doing it for the love of it. Yeah. Do you want to wrap this one up then? 
let's wrap it up in a nicely uh, constructed bow that you can pick up from the wedding register after this. <laughs> oh, it's good. You're on to it tonight. That's a couple of good jokes. No, I'm not really. Yeah, not I really, really. I really enjoyed I've... the tobogganing one. <laughs> two, <laughs> two jokes, two for 45 minutes. That's not a bad ratio, is it? No, that's, that's pretty good. All right, so we're about that time. You're probably looking at your watch and thinking, oh, no, please, talk some more. We want to hear some more. And you know really? what? <laughs> There'll be more coming. We've got some more episodes in the works. And uh, stay tuned for this uh, Battle Royale idea that we've got coming and some other things too in the pipeline. But thanks for listening. You've been listening to The Good, The Bad, and The LP. You can find us on Instagram and Facebook at GoodBadLPCast. We are on Spotify. Um, if you want, you can try and find us on there. It doesn't come out too great, so it's probably easier just to go to the Facebook page and you can find our links to the individual episodes. Um, also at Podbean, you can download episodes there. It's our original host. That's goodbadalpicast.podbean.com. Yeah. Excellent. Well, we've, we've covered a lot in this episode. I mean, weddings, no funerals, but I feel like <laughs> I've learned yeah. something and I feel like maybe you have too. And I think that is, I should never playlist any weddings ever <laughs> again. I think we're going to wrap it up with some uh, deep, lovely, wistful words. Some wise words from our main resident co-host, James. James, take it away. Too ra, loo ra, too la, rue la, yay. Come on, Eileen. Oh, I swear what he means. At this moment, you mean everything. You in that dress, my thoughts, I confess, verge on dirty. Come on, Eileen. Ah, come on, Eileen. Tu ra, lu ra, tu la, ru la, yay. I think the cops are coming for you, bro. <laughs> I know, what's going on? There's a lot of sirens going on. Ah, come on, Eileen. <laughs>